0: Welcome back to Throwing Hands. It's Jacob Janoski, per usual. Danny Woods has an appointment right now, so he cannot be with us. But I do have a special guest on today, Tim Karen. Tim, how are you doing? Good, Jacob. How are you doing? I'm doing quite good. Thanks for asking. So we're just going to get right into the, the nitty-gritty of things. How would you start in martial arts? Uh,
1: I mean, it was a just kind of get in shape kind of thing. Uh, that's really what I wanted to do and learn some cool moves, watching it on TV and everything. Um, but I found out I was pretty good at it. So I
0: followed through and started beating people up. So when did you realize that you could kind of make this your profession? Um, That's a good question. Uh, it was probably a couple of years in. Um, I knew I
1: was good. I did some tournaments, like jujitsu tournaments and things like that. Um, and then I wanted to start getting into that kickboxing realm. Um, so putting it all together was MMA and that's where that came from.
0: Yeah. So you get into your first pro fight. Uh, what were your thoughts going into that?
1: Oh, I was bummed. I was excited. Uh, it's, it's a different feeling than anything else. So um, it's just, you train so hard for it. Uh, it's, you just don't, the audience is, is what makes it nerve wracking, I guess, because you literally train every single day and you spar. Uh, so it's just really just getting those nerves. Um, you don't let anybody down.
0: So, speaking of audience, after uh, four wins in a row, you head off to Bellator. Now you're in front of an even bigger crowd. What's it like going to a large promotion like that?
1: Uh, it's, it's different. It's, it's a whole another level uh, of nerves, that's for sure, because you obviously trying to make this career, um, you have your moments. Um, and if you screw those moments up, it, you kind of got to start over and, and build yourself back up.
0: So you, you uh, rack off seven in a row, uh, and then, then you get to your first loss. What do you attribute that loss to? Was it like a style difference, preparation? What was it? Um, I think it was maybe
1: style, but it was also a last minute. Um, and then it was against a very big person. So he, he was 185 or technically, um, but he's, he hadn't made weight in like three or four fights. Um, and then after my fight, he went up to 205 just because he could never make weight. Um. So we really fought at 195, and it was just a bad decision on my part to to go that high because he was like a 230 pound person <laughs> coming down. Jeez, yeah, he was very big. Uh, so and then I just got caught, um, and he was obviously bigger, stronger. He was tall, lanky. Um, so it worked out well for him.
0: So what do you uh, take from that loss back then that you uh, that helps you still to this day?
1: One, making smarter decisions uh, on, on who I'm fighting. Uh, obviously, as fighters, well, like we want to fight everybody and anybody. Um, so that's why we have management and coaches to tell us maybe not, or, <laughs> or yeah, this is probably a good fight. Uh, so, so that's one thing I've learned, uh, that's for sure.
0: So then, after this, your loss at Bellator one hundred and seventy eight, you you rack up together two wins, and then you are off to the Contender Series a couple of years ago. What was that experience like? You know, working at at the Apex and the Performance Institute before heading to the Octagon.
1: Yeah, it was freaking phenomenal. Um, that that whole building is is amazing. Um, they do a really good job. They take care of their fighters. Uh, they have they have a lot of rehab things there. They have the gym. Uh, so you see a lot of big guy, big name people there too. So it's it's pretty sweet place
0: so yeah so at that fight on the contender series, you lose but it's since been overturned by the nevada state athletic commission i just want your thoughts because he was caught with a marijuana metabolites do you think it should be a banned substance or what are your thoughts on that
1: i i don't have many i don't know what it does to the body or anything like that so i can't really speak on that
0: yeah definitely i I mean, it doesn't do too much unless you're absolutely stoned out of your mind. So I don't see any problem with it. And then you you take – so you after that, you lose. And then after a year off, you get that win at Bellator 231. Um, why the year off?
1: I got injured. Uh, I was supposed to have a fight in April. Uh, I think it was April. Uh, earlier this year. Uh, and the, the week before the fight, the Friday, which is – kind of where we're at right now. Um, so I'm going to be nice and easy. I'm not injured or anything. So I'm going into training um, nice and light today uh, just to make sure uh, no injuries come. But I tore my uh, meniscus in my knee uh, the, the week before the fight. So that uh, took some time to heal up and, and get back into training. Then COVID hit. Um, so a lot of things
0: just stopped
1: us from, from really getting the, the right training and.
0: So what would you – have you will you say that um, – what did you learn about yourself through that uh, Meniscus rehab? Um, well,
1: I still have the drive. Uh, I, I just needed the, the time to, to heal up. I did it all right. I, I have my knee is stronger than ever, so I feel really good about it. Um, but I, I, knew, I knew I wasn't done, so that's what I learned about myself is just to, to heal up and grind, grind it out.
0: So it's been about another year until you're coming on this next fight against uh, UFC vet Kyle Stewart in, in an LFA competition. What are your expectations going in this one?
1: Um, I expect to see a brand new Tim the Bear. Uh, I've been working nutrition very hard, um, as long, uh, along with uh, my new workouts and stuff like that, training for marathons and Ironman. So my conditioning, my mentality, everything has changed drastically. Um, and then obviously my MMA training is, is still going very well. Um, but I am pumped to be able to fight him because because of his name, where he's been. Uh, he lost his two in the UFC, but he, he still made it. He, he was there. Um, so a big win here uh, could put me right on that path to, to having that door open for me. So that's what we're
0: shooting for. How do you think uh, your, your nutrition, your better nutrition, will help you in this next fight?
1: Um, weight cutting. And,
0: and everything like that,
1: uh, people do it very wrong, <laughs> um, and obviously we've seen it. Uh, people have to back out of fights because they cut weight wrong. They don't know how to do it correctly. Um, I have since had a nutritionist, or still have a nutritionist, um, and then I became a nutritionist. So uh, being able to to actually manage my body in that sense, while tri- like with the training and everything like that, um, it, my body's primed and ready.
0: So you mentioned before how the crowd has like an influence on you with this LFA fight in Sioux Falls, there will be no crowd. How do you think that will affect you? Um, I don't think it will
1: anymore. Uh, The contender series was, was kind of very similar to that. There was maybe 50 people out there. So now there's going to be less than that, but um, I think it's going to be more, it's just going to feel like an intense sparring match. Uh, There's, there's just your coaches yelling at you. Um, listening to his coaches yell at him that type of thing
0: but I don't I don't think I don't foresee it being a problem at all so, I know so yeah so where do you see yourself going after this fight or do you not look at that because you know that's the next thing that's next and then that'll determine what happens next
1: yeah really fight-by-fight fight basis um and I have a top top level management um so uh, you can only hope uh, things go my way. The door opens um, to the big leagues, um, but I'll, I'll be ready for everything, um, anything or everything. So uh, whatever's whatever's next, well, I guess we'll have to f- see how this fight goes first.
0: Definitely. So you have a family back home. How do they influence uh, you and in your fight game? Like, do they bring you certain a certain motivation? Absolutely. Um,
1: they all have my back. Uh, my wife is great. We just had a. A baby, so he's he's six weeks old today. Um so so I have a lot to fight for, that's for sure. I'm in a whole different kind of motivation.
0: Has that affected your training at all? Or nope. Um like I
1: said, my wife's great, so she she's she knows i I have to get in the gym, I have to do the time um to be prepared. So she has no problem with that. So I do my thing, she does hers, and then we meet in the middle.
0: <laughs> hey, sounds like a plan. So Ed Ed Cap mentioned to me that you're a Disney fanatic. What do you think is the best Disney Pixar film? Ooh, Disney Pixar, huh? Hmm. Yeah, that's a
1: that's a tough one. It is. Obviously, Toy Story, the original Toy Story, is is up there. But they they have some really good new stuff. So I would have to say, hmm. I mean, Toy Story is always going to be my favorite, probably. So I'll stick with the Story.
0: Yeah, for me, it's WALL-E. I think, I don't know eh? yeah, I, th- I think it's the best story to me. You don't, like that too often. You, don't, you don't hear that, really? A lot of my friends and I like it a lot. Really? I mean, I love WALL-E, but... Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it's great. Toy Story is awesome, too. And the, I just recently watched Toy Story 4 for, for the first time.
1: Yeah, good movie. Yeah, I was... Oh, really good. you. Yeah.
0: yeah, I thought it was really good, too. I was... The graphics like blew me away. I'm like, this is like crazy. Right. Like, like, how detailed it was. Like, with the, there's reflections in everything, and I was just like, oh, they think of everything in these uh, movies.
1: Nasty. I don't know if you can see that, but that's how. Oh shoot! Yeah, my whole whole arm is the villains, and I got my hero comment after the fight.
0: <laughs> oh, that's sick! Yes. So you really do like Disney? He wasn't lying. <laughs> Disney fan, that's for sure. All right. So that's a good place to wrap it up. Where can uh people find you on social media? Um, you can find me at Bear Karen on Instagram
1: or Tim Karen right on Facebook. I, it's it's hard to miss me.
0: <laughs> All right, guys, you can catch uh Tim Karen next Friday, right? Correct. On LFA ninety one, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. All right, guys, uh, that's been this it for this episode of Throwing Hands. You can catch us on Twitter at Throwing Hands Pod, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, pretty much anywhere you can think of a podcast, and SoundCloud. Tim, I want to thank you for coming on, man. Hey, I appreciate you having me. All right, guys, Tim Karen, everybody.